Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Afternoon Drive with Goodman. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3 FM. If you want to join the conversation on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Mace Denver for me, at Aaron Anderson, A-R-R-A-N, Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-E-N on Twitter. Of course, Aaron is uh, back in the studio in Denver filling in uh, for Eric. I'm down here uh, in in Florida at my at my folks' place, and it's time now for what's trending. The buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have over six hundred five star reviews? No one has better service, and they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to MightyPH.com. Okay, so yeah, we were gonna have uh, we were gonna have Dave Benz the uh, the voice. Mace, hang on, I got him. Uh, I just had to call a different number, but I got him now. Oh, okay, we got him. All right, cool. So uh, we are gonna have Dave Benz, uh, voice of the Minnesota Timberwolves, on on television up there in Minnesota, on with us, of course. Uh, Timberwolves in town in Denver to take on the Nuggets tonight. Uh, uh, Dave, you're on with uh, Aaron Anderson here and Andrew Mason here on uh, Mile High Sports. How are you today? I'm great. How are you guys doing? I'm doing all right. First of all, uh, for those going out to uh, going out to the game night, watching on television, those Denver fans who don't know much about the Minnesota Timberwolves, what can they expect from them? Uh, they can expect. Well, I mean, Nuggets fans have seen the Timberwolves three times this year already. Actually, technically, the, these teams have met four times because they met in the preseason already too. So, um, but you know, you, you, it's, it's a Timberwolves team that has good chemistry. They've got mm-hmm. a little bit of uh, chippiness to them defensively, and they go to the arena every night not believing that they're going to win, but expecting that they're going to win, which is a big difference from you know what this team has been in the past. So. Uh, the team has had a little bit of a, a little bit of a skid right now. They've just won in four of the last five, but it's been a really tough part of the schedule. And you know the math doesn't look good uh, in terms of them being able to catch Denver and/or Utah and climb out of the out of the playing tournament. But you know they're still they're still believing that hey, you know what? Try to run the table these final five, five games that they've got left, and you know see where the chips fall. Dave, I, I this is Aaron Anderson uh, here in Denver. Welcome to the Mile High City. Um, Question, Good to be here. The, the question I have is, look, we've got five games left in the regular season. As you stated, it, you know, the, the T-Wolves are going to have to win out to have any hope of, of catching the Nuggets or the Jazz uh, to, to have a chance to move out of that seven spot. Uh, you've been around this team. You've got a finger on the pulse. Uh, kind of how does the team, how, how do they approach these last five games? It, you know, that far back of, of both these teams that are in front of them, do they feel like there's a chance, or are they kind of relegated to the seventh spot, and, and thus they're going to have to get ready for a play-in game? Um, you know, obviously, like I said, the math isn't good. They're, they're they're very aware of what the numbers are, but at the same time, they you know they they feel like hey, stranger things have happened. You know, what? you win tonight, you're you're two back at Denver, mm-hmm. and I know the Nuggets will be you know likely be favored in, in three of their final four with the only one maybe that they might not be favored in would be against Memphis. But, you know, they'll they'll certainly be favored in in three of the other four and maybe even favored against Memphis. Who knows? But at the the same time, 
the schedule looks awfully soft, but you're going to Lakers team that's probably going to have LeBron and AD back. They're mm-hmm. playing to try to get into the playoffs and salvage their season. And, you know, you're playing a Spurs team with Greg Popovich that also wants to get into the playoffs. And obviously the Grizzlies have been fantastic. So is it likely that the Nuggets are going to, you know, lose enough games down the stretch that the Timberwolves are going to be able to catch them? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But you win tonight, you get it back down to two games, and, and you know, anything can happen. I think that's kind of the attitude of, of the team right now. They feel like, you know what, let's win this game and put the pressure on them and see where the ships fall. Dave Benz, T Voice of the Minnesota Timberwolves, joining us here. Of course, the T Wolves in town tonight take on the uh, the Denver Nuggets. Of course, as long as if even if they don't, the Timberwolves don't get that number six seed. As effectively as long as long as they win one of a potential two games in the play-in, the Timberwolves would make just their second playoff appearance. Uh, since the uh, 2004-2005 season. When you look at the arc of this season and how the Timberwolves come together, uh, when do you think it, when did it become apparent that this team was drastically different than most of the ones that you've seen over the last decade or so so up there in Minnesota? Well, I mean, people who were close to the team, I think, saw it in training camp and saw that there was, you know, a difference with this team and, and some chemistry and, some toughness with bringing in Patrick Beverly and, uh, you know, some, some real guidance at the, at the top of things with Chris Finch, who, you know, was an assistant here with Mike Malone a few years ago for a season. And, you know, honestly, is one of the guys who, who helped unlock Nikola Jokic. So you guys can thank him. He, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he convinced mm-hmm. the, 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 the story is that he convinced Mike Malone that the health should run through Nikola Jokic. And obviously the rest is history. Um, but Chris Finch has been fantastic for everything that the Timberwolves have done. And, you know, so, so to answer your question, like I said, back in training camp, I think the people that were close to the team really felt like, hey, this team has a chance to do something and a chance to be different than what we've seen in the past. But it didn't really start showing on the court until early January. They, you know, on January 2nd, they lost and they were 16 and 20 on the season. And, you know, it, it looked like things were not really clicking and not going to go so well. But then all of a sudden they, they got things together and, you know, ever since that point, they've been they've been a fantastic team. They've been fun to watch. They've played together, and you know they've been they've been tough to beat on any given night. And Dave, they've won two of the three matchups with the Nuggets, which which is curious for me because everyone here in Denver is aghast that the the narrative nationally is that Nikola uh, Nikola Jokic uh, may be uh, in second place right now in the MVP running. Joel Embiid seems to be the favorite if you listen to the national pundits, but yet here, everybody feels like Denver is, you know, the redheaded stepchild. Jokic is, uh, you know, by by all accounts, having a better year this year, statistically, than he did last year when he won the MVP, but yet Carl Anthony Towns has done a great job against him in their head-to-head battles uh, so far this year. W- what is the secret, Ben? How has he been so effective versus Jokic when it seems like everybody else in the league has just such a tough time uh, putting a lid on him? Well, I mean, it's a it's a small sample size if you're just going off this season. I mean, prior to this season, Jokic had won the last seven meetings head to head with Cat. So, mm-hmm. you know, at some at some point you think it's gonna balance out because they're both fantastic players and you know, clearly Jokic has, has been on just an unbelievable tear the last season and a half. Um and you know, I, I think but I mean it's tough because the Joel played great against us in the games that we played against Philly too, but um I think Jokic would get my MVP vote if I had one, just given the fact that he's had to do it 
you know, without Jamal Murray, with Michael Porter Jr. being down, and he's really had to put that team on his back. And every time that he's, you know, he's needed to deliver, he has. So, uh, you know, but going back to your question with Cat and Jokic, I mean, they, they they have a they have a relationship that goes all all the way back to when they were in high school and they played at the Nike Hoop Summit together and they were teammates on the world team. So. I know he takes a lot of pride in the matchup against Nikola, and um, you know it's it's one that definitely is on our his radar, and he always wants to perform well. With Carl Anthony Towns' long term future, of course, he's got two more years left on the contract that he signed, but uh, potentially this summer a supermax contract would would be in play. They could start. They could get him to that. Is that something you expect the Timberwolves to work on and do over the next few months to get him taken care of long term and continue building around him? Uh, well, I mean, Cat is going to get taken care of. There is no question about that. The, the team is not wanting him to go anywhere. Um, you know, he's still, as you said, he, he's on he's on year two of that five year deal that he signed just a couple of years ago. And clearly, the supermax changes the money significantly for him, and we all hope that he gets it. And uh, I think everybody in Minnesota, though, they're you know they're not wanting him to go anywhere. He has really matured this year into a leader with the team, uh, and has shown a lot of toughness and grit. And uh, you know, I, I think that he's going to be a symbol for a long, long time. He's been you know rewriting the franchise record book. A lot of things that were owned by Kevin Garnett are now starting to be owned by Carl Anthony Towns and. Uh, you know, uh, and it's the crazy part is he's still just 26 years old. <laughs> That's the right. crazy part. So he, he's just really getting into his basketball prime right now. You've got another probably, you know, five, six years of prime Carl Anthony Towns and still probably even room for him to get even better. So, you know, clearly Jokic has been unbelievable. Embiid, as you said, has been unbelievable. Um, but if Carl Anthony Towns doesn't end up with, with a spot on an all-NBA team this year, then they're, they're seriously going to be something that has gone wrong because he's had a fantastic year. Dave, uh, one more question for me. I, I know that as we take a step back, I, the team that is just so surprising for me, the way they've just had ups and downs all year, is the Lakers. And Earlier this week, Russell Westbrook was asked by one of the beat writers what needed to change, and he literally had no answer. He, he pointed the question right back to this journalist to say, I don't know, you tell me. Uh, with, with AD coming back, it figures to be a jolt in, in maybe a, a, a step in the right direction. How dangerous, and you've been paying attention to this team certainly from afar, how dangerous might the Lakers be if things click and, and they go from, you know, the, the play into, you know, full steam as they head into the postseason? Well, you know, like I said, I that's why the Timberwolves don't want to get into the play-in because it's looking right. like right now if the, Timberwolves, if the Timberwolves are in the play-in, they're probably seeing Paul George and the Clippers in game one. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't work out the way the Timberwolves hope it will work out, you're looking at, possibly LeBron and Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony and, you know, having some ties with some people in L.A., their, their motto the entire season out there has just been, you know, get to, let's just get to the postseason. Like, whatever it's going to take to get to the postseason, season, let's get to the postseason. I don't think anybody's going to want to see that team, um, you know, come the postseason. So, you know, that's – it's it's scary to think about it's scary to think about LeBron James with a chip on his shoulder. That's all, that's all i got to say. And I don't think anybody wants to see that. So – you know, best case scenario, I think, for every other team in the NBA would be for them not to get into the play-in and not even get a chance at it. That would be the best thing. And um, you know, but clearly, Timberwolves are not hoping that are hoping that's not the case. Because if the, if the Lakers get knocked out of the uh, play-in, 
it probably means that the Nuggets won both games against them, and that's not going to help the Timberwolves cause. Of course, the only positive on that, potentially, if they have to go in the play-in, is they'd be at home where they believe they've won uh, 12 of the last 15 games uh, up there in Minneapolis. So given the relative lack of uh, playoff games over the last uh, last decade and a half, what would that environment be like in a, a, in a, in a game or two of potential do-or-die situations like that? I think it'd be pretty. I think it'd be pretty intense. The fans have been great down the stretch. They've been coming out in droves. They've been supporting the team. So, uh, I think it'd be a frenzied atmosphere. And you know, do does anybody on our team fear the Clippers or fear the Lakers? I wouldn't go that far. But it's just you know, you just you don't you know that if you put yourself into a one game scenario, that anything is possible, and you want to avoid that at all costs. But I do think the Timberwolves will have a home court advantage that might actually surprise some of the other teams coming in because a lot of teams over the years have gotten used to just going in and the fans just being kind of like ho-hum because the Timberwolves haven't given them a lot to cheer about. Um, but now that the team has given them a lot to cheer about, they've responded, and it has really turned into a, quite an environment to see for some of our home games. Well, it's always it's always fun to see a team emerge after after so long like this, and uh, I think one of the best under-the-radar under the stories in the NBA this year is what you guys have got going on in uh, Minnesota. Dave, Always a pleasure. Hope you're enjoying your time back here in the Mile High City. You worked you worked here uh, some time ago, and uh, it's it's all it's always good to have it be, have you back in town. All right, guys, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Dave. Right, no problem. There he goes, Dave Benz, the television voice of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Of course, tonight the Timberwolves taking on the Denver Denver Nuggets, seven o'clock Mountain Time out uh, there at Ball Arena. Timberwolves in the seven spot in the Western Conference. Nuggets tied for the sixth spot with the Utah Jazz right now. Of course, the Jazz uh, beat the Los Angeles Lakers last night. Timberwolves sitting there at 43-34. and 34. Nuggets at 46-31. and 31. Really, uh, a win tonight for the Nuggets, Aaron, would basically, for all intents and purposes, give them uh, that number six seed and, and likely keep them out of the play-in. No, and, and uh, you know, the fact that uh, the T-Wolves come in here, this is the third game of a four-game road trip. They've lost four of five heading in. It certainly feels like this is a, a game that the Nuggets should be able to win. And uh, like you say, uh, you get that W, and I don't want to use the word coast, but it certainly takes pressure off the final four games as Michael Malone and, and company hope to be healthy and, and ready when that postseason begins. Right, and that's a matter of if they're the, if they're the sixth. Of course, it's so close there for the third and fourth seed. The Warriors and Mavericks currently tied for the, for the three spot right now. So... It's not like you can position yourself to play one or the other because they're so even. And, of course, the Nuggets and Jazz are sitting there, both 46 and 31, coming into tonight tonight's action. So what if the Nuggets get the win tonight? Can they coast? Possibly, but uh, it might be a little bit of a, a Russian roulette uh, matchup-wise. Coming up on the other side, we're going to drop down to the college level, discuss the Final Four. A couple of big semifinals for Blue Bloods in the Final Four this weekend in New Orleans, Kansas, Villanova up first, and then North Carolina and Duke. What do we think is going to happen in the in the semifinals? We'll tell you all about it on the other side. Afternoon drive with Goodman and Mason. Andrew Mason in for Eric Goodman. Aaron Anderson sitting in for Eric Goodman. Mile High Sports Radio, milehighsports.com. Right now, FanDuel Sportsbook is giving new customers $150 in instant bonus 
guaranteed. That's right. You'll get 150 bucks in bonus site credit, and all you have to do is place your first bet of just $5 or more. How you bet the bracket? Up to you. And if you like to do a parlay like I do, hey, choose from the money line, totals, prop bets, so much more. So make a small bet with a parlay and get a much bigger payout. Join FanDuel today with my promo code MILEHIGH. Then you can place your $5 bet to score $150 in bonus site credit guaranteed. Again, my promo code Mile high. You must be 21 years or older and present in Colorado. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Drive your dream car today at Rocky Mountain Eurosport in Denver and Parker. You're not working with some big dealership that's selling volume. Rocky Mountain Eurosport is an intimate buying experience because everyone deserves a luxury car buying experience, right? Whether it's luxury or your favorite foreign or domestic car, they've got all kinds of inventory to get you the right car at the right price. They also service all makes and models and have fantastic finance options. Go for a test drive today or find them at rmeurosport.com.